Many here are happy to be here today. Yes. Praise the Lord. Isn't it beautiful to have a good Sabbath to come to worship? We still have the freedom to come and worship, and um, I do thank God because of that. I want to thank you for reading the scripture reading. And um, let, me re let me start with this. Let me read it again because I need to hear it again. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us. Amen. Amen. A few weeks ago, I was uh, watching a movie, a Christmas movie, and um, there was this ice skaters. I don't know if you have watched ice skater, ice skating. They're beautiful. I love ice skating. And there was this, this story um, of this young woman that was training for the gold medal. And every day she put hours and hours of training. And the parents changed coaches because apparently the coach that she had, um, somehow it wasn't working out. So the parents hire a coach to, to help this young woman to train for a goal, to, to be a gold medalist. So every morning she got up and she went and put hours and hours of practice, she rehearsed. And, and, I mean, she spent a major amount of time um, working at it. And many times she wanted to go out with, her, with his friends, but the coach was saying, no, you cannot go anywhere. You need to practice, you need to practice. And one of the things that I noticed in the whole movie, that the coach, the only job that he, he was doing in there was looking to every error she made any mistakes, every mistakes, every error she made. And then she, he, he told her, no, you did this wrong. You need to do it again and do it again and do it again. And it came to a point that she was so frustrated and she was crying. And the parents came and talked with the coach and said, you know, I think she needs a little of encouragement. Amen. And then the coach told the parents, the, the mom, you did not hire me to encourage your daughter. You hire me so she can win. So the mom realized, oh, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. So the coach went back, and every day, every day, you know, hours and hours, and then his only job was sitting there and looking for any error she, she was making, any mistakes, and then he jotted down, and then he interrupted her. He said, no, you did it wrong. Let's practice again. So he drilled on her, drilled on her every single day, every, you know, time after time after time. And while I was watching this movie, I was thinking, you know, if I had someone doing like that to me every day, I, I would quit. Don't you? I mean, we want encouragement every so often. And then while I was watching that movie, one night she, apparently she, she was hurt and she was crying and, and the mom came and told her, well, sweetie, you don't have to compete. And then while she was crying, she looked at her mother and said, there's nothing more that I want in my life than to win. 
And that is what kept her going, kept her going every day for training. And that what kept her receiving those, those uh, criticism every day because she wanna win. There was nothing that will prevent her from winning. Have anyone here had something in your life that you wanted so badly that you was willing to do whatever it took to get it? Anybody here? Okay. So at least some of you know that when you want something badly, you're willing to do whatever it takes. And then I kept sitting and I said, you know, I wonder what, what would it take to win? What would it take to be an athlete, a sport person, and, and, and compete? So I went Google and I said, I wonder what the training, you know, I, I put Google, what are the, the training for um, medalists or, or race people that runs and, and for those, or tennis players or in any sport for that matter. And I looked at different and different pages of all the drooling training stuff that they do. <laughs> so what I would like, um, I would like the participation. This is not a sermon, this is a class, okay? So I would like, um, if we can divide this in three, so put two lines. On the, on the left corner, I would like everybody to tell me what will it take for you to become a winner in sports? What would it take to train you to be a winner in a sport? Yes? Daily and nightly perseverance. Okay, you need uh, consistency and persevering. What else? I'm sorry? Practice, 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 practice. All right. Not just once a week, just every day, right? Practice. A goal. You need to, exactly, you have to have a goal. Why are you doing this? Yes. I would like to ask my teacher to tell me what to do. And my teacher is God. So you want a coach? Yes. Okay. You want a coach to be watching what you're doing and um, making sure that you're not missing anything, right? All right. What else? Huh? A healthy all right, a healthy diet, a healthy routine. Yes. And to get encouragement? Okay, so um, she needs encouragement. So we're gonna put encouragement. What else? Prayer. Prayer? <laughs> oh yes, prayer. What else? Yes? Assurance and confidence. Assurance and confidence that you will win? Okay. Okay, insurance and, um, insurance and confidence. Yes? <laughs> Focus. That's extremely important. You need to be 100% focused on what you're doing. You need to, you need a third party to evaluate how good you are doing, right? So you need a, a competition. 
Yes? Dedication. Dedication. Oh, absolutely. You need to be dedicated on it. All right. What else? Appreciation. Appreciation? Appreciation? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Rodney. Welcome. All right, what else? We don't, we're, running out of, we're running out of space here. Let's do one more. Yes, ma'am. Vision. Vision. All right, that's, yes, a vision. Without a vision, you're going nowhere. Okay, but there's one thing missing in there. What? Huh? Purpose is a goal and vision. Well, there's one very important thing that any any athlete need to have for the training. Huh? Ability. You can acquire that. What else? There is something very important that you can build that one. Good. All right. What else? We're missing one thing. Well, that's the goal and the vision. Anything, anything. I think it's a plan. How are you going to get there? A plan? Right? You need a plan. Come on. Sacrifice. Absolutely. So we need a plan. All right. So while I was watching that movie and I was thinking, you know, putting all these things together, I was saying, you know, You know, and I don't know who watched the Olympics. Who else? You guys don't watch the Olympics? You know what you're missing. <laughs> Olympics. I mean, the, all those individuals, they are in top shape. And they have worked for years to get there. And I'm sitting in there, you know, if they're putting so much effort, they're dedicating the whole life. To, get, to become a gold medalist. I was thinking, what about a Christian race? Aren't we called to run? To be, aren't God calling us to be participants in the race? Let me read a few things. I'm going to read some Bible verse, and you're going to let me know if we all are athletes, if we all are competing. In Ecclesiastic 9.11, it reads, Again, I saw that under the sun the race is not the swift, nor the battle is, so, is the strong, nor bread or, is not bread to the wise, not riches to the intelligence, not favor to those with knowledge, but time... <coughs> And change happens to them all. 1 Corinthians 9.24. Do you not know that in the race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. 2 Timothy 2.5. An athlete is not crowded unless he competes according to the rules. Like what this, this lady said, you need to compete, otherwise... All the training that you're doing is wasted. 1 Corinthians 9.25, it says, Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath. But we 
are competing for the unperishable one. First Corinthians 9.24, the verse before that. Do you not know that in a race all runners run? And I'm repeating this one for a reason. All the one runs, but only one wins the prize. And when I read this one, I said, wait a minute. Maybe in the world competition, maybe only one gets the prize. But are we lucky, are we blessed that God allows not only one winner, but everybody can be a winner. Everybody. If you want it strong enough, you can make it. So I'm, I'm, um, I'm continuing here. It says, uh, so I do not run aimlessly. Again, you have a goal. I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. So he was very, very, very well trained. But in discipline, my body and keep it under control. Lest after preaching to others, I may should be disqualified. Amen. So many times it's easier to tell others what to do. But... It's not easy to hear what we need to change. And, and, and as a Christian, you know, we, we, li we live in a, in a culture that you need to be political correct. But then, you know, how can you improve? How can you be better if, if all your friends are political correct with you? I have a sister. We are very close and a brother. We are very close. And what I really love about my sister, she's my coach. And I, I am 100% assured that if I do something wrong, she will let me know. Because she loves me. We have this agreement. Um, and when she does something wrong, you know, I'll bring it up to, their, to, her, to her or any behavior or stuff. Because as you all know, we don't see our errors, right? And this ice skater, she could not see what she was doing wrong, right? So she needed a third party. She needed a, another pair of eyes looking at her to see what she was doing wrong so she can improve. Why? Because she wanted to win. And... And while I was thinking all this about this movie, I overthink the movies. My, my son doesn't like what, he doesn't like to watch movies with me because I always analyze it too much. Um, and one of the morning that we were having a morning, uh, a morning devotional, I read this. And you know how things happen that one dot goes to the next one and then poof, one day like a light bulb comes in? Okay, it happened like a day or two after I was watching the movie and I was kind of thinking about it. I read this, our first duty to God and our fellow beings, our friends, our first duty is in self-development. Every faculty with which the Creator has endowed us should be cultivated to the highest degree of perfection. Amen. So God has given you have given me what? Some skills, some normal, natural skills. And, and in here is telling that we have a, our first duty to God and to our friends 
and to our creator, especially to our creator, to cultivate. What is cultivate? Is it cultivating easy? Have you ever tried to cultivate something? I tried to potatoes, but I, I kill silk plants. Honestly, I, I, I'm not, I don't have a green thumb. My sister and my mother, she takes, she can take a, a fake something and it will grow. I, I don't, I don't have that. So when I was trying to cultivate potatoes, I have tried to cultivate herbs, I tried to cultivate <laughs> potatoes because I was told that's the easiest thing to do. And I tried it, you know, or I, or I do too much or I do too little. I cannot grasp that balance. And it's very, very hard. So when God is telling us that we have to cultivate our faculties to the highest degree of perfection, I'm wondering, are we in a race? No. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Sometimes I wake up in the morning, I wish I wouldn't, but, <laughs> but we are in a race. He continued reading in here saying um, that we may be able to do the greatest amount of good of which we are capable. In order, that's the goal, why we're doing all this, in order to purify and define our character. We need the grace given us of Christ that will enable us to see and correct our deficiencies and improve that which is excellence in our character. Have anybody read something that says about the character is the only thing that we're going to take to heaven? Yeah. Have you anybody? Have everybody have read that? Yeah. Now, if you sit right now, I don't want to see any hands, but if you think, if your character right now is it ready to go to heaven? We are in a race, and we are all competing for the same goal. Anybody knows what that goal is? The heavens. I don't know about you guys. I don't want to stay here. I want to go home. And, and everybody is running, and everybody has a goal, or should, we should have a goal and a mission, because we don't want to stay here. And if we know that our character will define if we're ready to go to heaven. What do you think we should be doing? Another, uh, another, another statement says, to a great extent, everyone is the architect of his own character. You cannot blame it to your parents, you cannot blame it to siblings. You cannot blame it to the environment or the culture. Everyone is responsible for the character. So if we know if the gold medal is to go to heaven and character is one thing that will allow us to get there, what do you think we should be doing? <laughs> Paul says in Romans 12, 2, that's my favorite text. I presented a, a topic just on that verse. And this is something that should be in every mind, in every day of each of you. Do not be conformed to this world, Amen. but be transformed 
but the renewal of your mind. And the word in Greek of transform is metamorphosis. It's like metamorphosis. Have you seen how a worm becomes a butterfly? Okay. God is not telling in here that we need to, meet, we need to change. He's telling us we need to be transformed from a worm to a butterfly. Okay? And how are we going to be doing that? By renewing our mind. And how do you renew your mind? By reading, studying, what else? By testing, that's competing, and asking the Holy Spirit to give us discernment so that we can see what's going on. You are now deciding your future destiny. And your character building is of the kind which will exclude you from the paradise of God. And when I read that, it really, it, it, I, I didn't have a, like a little light bulb came up, like the movie and, and this. It was a huge red light, like, bling, 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 like, wake up, hello. It's like, what are you doing? Are we athletes? Are we sport people, spiritually? We are. We are all spiritual sport persons, all of them. And we do all have a goal and a mission and a, and a vision also. So what are we doing? A character form according to the divine likeness is the only treasure that we can take from this world to the next. Those who are under the instructions of Christ in this world will take every, will take every divine attainment with them to the heavenly mansions. Amen. And in heaven, we are continually to improve. How important then is the development of our character? So, if we know that we are all competing, right? We all know what's our goal, at least what should be our goal. So let's make a listen here. This is the world. Now let's put in here our spiritual, spiritual development or character development here. So thinking as a good sport person or a good athlete, and if you want to win, who wants to win? Everybody wants to win, right? There you go. All right. There you go. So if you want to win and you need to have the character, that's the only thing that God will not change. He will change our nature, but the character will not be changed. So if we know, because God has told us that he will not change our character, and the character will determine if we, I mean, to go to heaven or not, Let's see, what do we need to do to train, to change our character? That'll be what. The first thing that we need to do is what? Pray, pray, study. What? Pray, study. Okay. How often? Every day. Every day. I mean, that's... 
Yes, yes. Okay, we need to pray. We need to study. We need to know the Bible with all your heart. Understand that very well. What else? Okay, so you're willing daily to surrender yourself. Okay, what else? What else? I mean, we are running, and this race, God said that this race is not easy. Well, how about Bible and the spirit of prophecy and balance? To have a balance between yeah, Bible, okay, a correct balance. Remember, Bible is first and only. Studies, okay. What else? Faith. Yes. Faith. That's absolutely important. Have faith. Faith in? To whom? To you? To whom? To God. Faith to our heavenly coach. What else? A good diet? All right. So for a good athlete, we need to be healthy, right? Because if you're sick, if any, any illness will affect the whole body. So if, you wanna, if you're competing, you need to be healthy. So you need to be thinking about what you eat, because we are what we eat. What else? Yes? Accountability. Accountability. Oh, you nail it. Okay. Accountability. As human beings, you know. Oh, I know. I have learned that if I'm not accountable, I will not do anything. I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I need to be accountable. And that's where my sister comes in. She's very, I, oh, she's a very good coach. <laughs> All right, what, what else? Prioritize. Prioritize, okay, you need to prioritize. Prioritize what? Okay. Prioritize, what else? We are running, it's a daily run. There's a lot of obstacles, and we want to win. So what else do we need to do? Yeah, spiritually. That's it? Yes. The Bible text that comes to my mind, it says, Let nothing be done in strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Okay, you need to be you need to be humble. Right. And honestly, you need to be humble to accept criticism. Yeah, that's like humbleness, meekness. Meekness, humble, yeah. So what do we put down? Uh, humble, to be humble, humble, meekness. Yeah. Without humbleness, believe me, you will not accept criticism. And if you do not accept criticism, you will not perfection your character and you're gonna you're gonna come second. And there's no seconds in heaven. What else? Honest. honest? To be honest. <laughs> to be honest. If you're not honest, you're gonna lose. All right, what else? Thank you guys. Think, think. You are competing, you are training for a goal. What else do you need to do? I'm sorry? Good works? Good works? Okay. Yes. Yeah, good works. Is that 
A good Samaritan, yeah, good works. Do what you need to do, what the Bible tells us to be, right? There's one where, where Paul said that, uh, he could, that we could use him for a pattern like we can use Jesus. So we have an example. Okay, we have an example of Jesus Christ, our almighty creator of the universe. What else? So we do, we need to surrender, we need to be humble, we have to be, have faith that God will help us. We need to be healthy. We have to be accountable. What about trust? Is that okay? Yes. Do you think that Ice Skater trusts her coach? Without, a, without trust with her coach, it will not go anywhere. So you need to have, we have an example, we have trust. Faith and trust. So we are praying, we're studying daily, surrendering our care, our, ourself to God. We have faith and trust that God will help us. We're working on our health diet, especially in Christmas. We are very careful what we eat, right? And accountability, prioritizing activities, humble, meek, honest, good works, follow Jesus' examples. This is very generic. What else? Believe in miracles? Would that help you? That, it's not part of the trust or faith? Well, miracles. Miracle? Okay, believe in miracles? Okay. How, well, all these things will help you change your character. Remember, our goal is our character. Trustworthy. Trustworthy to whom? God. To God. You need to trust God that he knows what he's doing. So to change your character, what do you need to do? Yes. Self-denial. Self-denial? Self-denial. Sacrifice, self-denial. Okay, what else? We're getting in the end of the line. How do you achieve that love? You need to act. You need to exercise it, and, and you need to practice and put it into love. Yes, love. So to change your character, you need to prioritize what? To change your character, you need to surrender to God. What? To be healthy, to win. Do you need to surrender what? Who do you need to be accountable for? Why you are prioritizing? Yes. Forgiveness. Forgiveness? That's a very, ooh, that's a heavy one. That's, we have thinkers in here. See, they understand what race is all about. Okay, forgiveness. All right, anything else? What do you need to do to change your character? That is the goal and ambition so we can go to heaven. How can you change your character? If anybody here has the perfect character, that anyone here has the perfect character. So nobody, nobody here has the perfect character. We are working on, yes, but nobody here has the perfect character. So everybody, including myself, especially myself, we need to change our character. 
So how are we going to do that? Okay, that's line number three. How are we going to change my character? Now I can share with you what I do, but as any other coach or any athlete, every plan of attack, if you want to win, like for those who like football, the football players, they have a plan of attack. They just don't go show there and, and, and see where the ball is going, right? I mean, who follows football? Don't they have trained? They, 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 they just don't go there to follow the ball, see where you're going. No, they have. They strategize before how to win. So if I need to change my character, because if anybody knows that someone needs to change character, it's myself. My character is not the best. So the first thing that I need to do is, number one, is to acknowledge. Acknowledge that my character needs work. Number two. It's under the same acknowledge. I acknowledge that I need change, and I acknowledge that I cannot do it for myself. Mm -hmm. I can. So we are. I find myself very, very minute, minute little, little bacteria in front of a huge mountain, of which is my character. And I say to God, I know that my character needs a lot of work. To put it mildly but I know I cannot change it. And I know you're asking me to change my character. So, number two. I'm gonna create, well, I created my treatment plan or my plan of attack. How do you call it? I strategize how to win. I love to play chess. So there are a few people, I mean, there are people that, that know they don't like to play with me because I, I'm there to win. I'm, if I'm going to compete, I'm there to win. And I strategize like four or five, ten steps ahead of the game because I want to win. So the first thing that I did when I realized that God was asking me to change my character to be more like him was a knowledge that I needed to change. In the medical field, we know, we, we, we see it as you need to realize that you're sick so you can go to the doctor. If not, you won't. So you need to realize you need to change. You know you cannot do it alone. So how are you going to do it? So my plan of attack or my plan, my strategy was one. The first thing that I do is, you know, when you talk about prior, uh, accountability is... I found a good coach, a person. I know the Holy Spirit is a good coach, but I might miss something that he tells me. I want to make sure that I, don't, I will not miss anything. So the first thing, uh, when, my first thing is to find a coach. And my second thing within the same coach is spend time with my heavenly coach, praying that he will bring up to my mind the things that God sees that I need to change. 
So what I did, I sat down, and I know he brings ideas all the time, but when I started this, this plan, this training boot camp, um, I sat down and spent a weekend, you know, trying to communi you know, communicating in God's presence and asking what the thing that I needed to change. And he gave me a huge list. So I wrote it down. It's all in black and white. I need to see it. Okay? So I make my list. And then when I finish and I say, God, are you done? Please? I mean, we're going for the third page already. And, and I said, okay, let's start. And then I start thinking, did I miss anything? So the next time we had another weekend, we went. Um, so I, I met with my coach. We had a weekend of boot camp with my coach. And I read to her everything that the Holy Spirit told me that I needed to change. And I asked her, you don't have anything else to add, right? <laughs> So my sister read the list and said, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He said, you don't have to be so trustful. <laughs> so she went to every single line and said, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So when he finished, she added some of the things in the more personal nature, like behavior-wise. So I added it. So after I have my list, we put make a list. Make a list. Yeah, after you have your, your list, then I need to prioritize it. I, I had to sit down, and I took another weekend. I had to set, sit down and prioritize what the most important thing that I needed God to help me with. So after I, and again, I prayed to the Holy Spirit would guide me why the most, I need to prioritize things. So I prioritized things, and then I know while praying, God, you know, what do you think? If this is first, which one do I need to, work first. So I created my, my list, my priorities, and then I, and while I was creating my plan, so how am I going to, uh, how am I going to reach my priorities? So where I say, okay, I'm going to choose the first one, and intentionally, every day, when I have my personal worship, and I say, God, Help me today to achieve only this one. And every day for that week, I pray to God, God, help me to achieve this one today. <laughs> and I did it without thinking every week, every, every day, praying, God, help me with this one. God, help me with this one. And after the second week, I sat down and again, sat down with my coach and again competing. You know, I like always to ask my family, how am I doing with this one? And before I do that, I need to pray a lot to be humble enough to take it. So after I, I start working with that, I noticed that the first few weeks, it took me a long time, a lot of work to change something, a lot of prayer. And then the next one, it was slightly easier. So as each week I have a, a plan. I have a plan to spend time with the Holy Spirit because this is a, a partnership. It's a partnership of allowing Christ to, to, to change our heart so we can be more like him. So it's a daily partnership. It's a 24-7 partnership. So after I'm working on my priorities, 
then and my accountabilities, and I need to be humble. Some days I take it easy, more easy than others. But one of the things that I'm struggling is self-control. And that's an ongoing. And I know that, that I'm working with one thing, but I'm also reviewing others from the past because I God helped me. Because you know how God wants you, God doesn't want you to pray, God, you know, forgive all my sins. He wants a specific prayers, right? Have you ever read that? God wants a specific prayers, not generic. So I'm very specific. And when you're specific with God, he answers. Amen. I guarantee you, he answers. So you have a daily, a daily, daily days. You need to be persistent. It's every day, every day. There are some days that I don't, you're like, no, God, I don't feel like doing this. And then I, you know, I don't know about you guys, you hear this little voice in the back of you, yeah, you have to do it. Oh, don't, don't do it. Okay. So we have, I have two coaches. We have my spiritual coach that is with me 24-7, and I have my accountability coach, which I have several, but my sister is the one that works on my behaviors. And, um, and my family, we have, we have family councils, and then each one shares the thing that we, need, that we don't see that we need to change. And then we work on that. So... <clears throat> When, when, you, when you read in the Bible that, that we are in, in, a, in a battlefield, right? Yeah. We, are, we are in a daily battlefield. When, you, when the moment that you open your eyes, actually, before you open your eyes, when your consciousness becomes conscious, right. you enter in the battlefield, the spiritual battlefield. And one of the things that the devil will do, and I can guarantee you that he will do that, he will start attacking to make sure that you will not have the time to sit with God and get the power that you need for that day. He will use anybody. He will use the dog, the cat, people, telephone. He will use anything to prevent you from spending time to get that strength and the power and the encouragement to change, to allow God to change your character the way he wants to. And I know there are other steps, but I ran out of time. So I'm going to stop here. I think that's enough. And for those who want to win and to good, have the good fight, at least you know where to start. Each one is individual. Each plan is different, of course. But let me read another quotation. It said, the formation of the character is the work of a lifetime. lifetime. And, it is a, and, and it, it is for eternity. So whatever, the only thing that we can do with God's help in this world that we can take to heaven is the character. Not our, not our job, not our friends, not our computers, or cats or dogs. The only thing that we, the thing that God has asked us to change and be like, more like him is the character. And that's the only thing that God will not change when we go to heaven. So if, you don't, if you're not ready to go to heaven in your character, I suggest you tie your girdle, 
put your armor of God, create a, tree, a, a plan attack, a plan of attack, and a start, because the time is running out. I continue reading, if, if all could realize, if all we could realize this, that the character is the work of a lifetime, is the only thing that we're taking to heaven, if they will awake to the thought that we are individually deciding our destiny for eternal life or eternal ruin, what a change would take place. This will be a boot camp every day. How differently would this probatory time we occupy our time with? And that different characters will fill our world. And I'm going to finish with two Bible verses. And this is going to be my conclusion. Philippians 3.14, it reads, I press on towards the goal. Okay, I press on to the goal for the price of the outward call of God in Christ Jesus. God have called us to be like him. And you need to press on every day. So if we, if we die today, we die tomorrow, you know, God give us a time. Or if by the end, in the end time, if we're still alive, God willing, I don't know about you guys, but I want to be one of the 144,000, God willing. Um, I would like to say what Paul said one time, 2 Timothy 4, 7 to 8 says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is a laid out for me the crown of righteousness, Amen. which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on the day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearance so much that they will do whatever it takes to be there. Amen. Let's close with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be in your presence. We have a hard work to do, O oh Lord. We ask that the Holy Spirit wake us up and we can realize the things that you want us to do, the thing that you expect us to be. So we can, whatever we do, O oh Lord, we ask that with the help of your Holy Spirit and his energy and power, may everything that we do May we can glorify you and honor you. Amen.